Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus says the Lord. I thank you, God, for word my mouth on tonight, God, and strengthen in me, God, so that you may get the glory out of every word that is said on tonight. You get the glory, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing to you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text for tonight comes from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 21. That's Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 21 from the AMPC, the Amplified Classic Bible. It reads as follows. Now, The birth of Jesus Christ took place under these circumstances. When his mother Mary had been promised in marriage to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. And her promised husband, Joseph, being a just and upright man and not willing to expose her publicly and to shame and disgrace her, decided to dismiss, to divorce her quietly and secretly. This is just a side note. This is not what the message is about, but this is a side note from verse 19. Ladies, wait on your promised husband. Wait on your promised husband. Not the husband you want or the one you would like to make believe is your husband. But wait on your promised husband the husband that has been promised to you. Remember, that's Matthew 1, verse 19. I just read it. Verse 19. Let me read it again. And her promised husband, Joseph, that part. Wait on your promised husband. That's Matthew 1, verse 19, from the AMPC. Continuing on. But as he was thinking this over, An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, descendant of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for for that which is conceived in her is, is of, from, and out of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Verse 21. She will bear a son. And you should call his name Jesus. This is part I want to get to. She will bear a son, and you should call his name Jesus, the Greek form of the Hebrew Joshua, which means Savior. For he will save his people from their sins, that is, prevent them from falling and missing the true end and scope of life, which is God. Again, that's Matthew 1, 18-21 from the AMPC. Verse 21 from the NIV says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. We see the same thing when it comes to John the Baptist in Luke 1. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, 
he is to be called John. That's Luke 1, verses 59 and, 59 and 60 from the NIV. Tonight's message, you can't have my name. You can't have my name. For a few days now, God has been sharing with me about the importance of a name and how having your name tied to the wrong places has a direct effect on you. For a few days now, God has been sharing with me the importance of a name and how having your name tied to the wrong places has a direct effect on you. Beloved, there's a specific destiny tied to your name. Beloved, there is a specific destiny tied to your name. Couldn't have been born anyone else. You couldn't have been born anyone else in the world and have it not affect your assigned destiny. If that were the case, then Jesus could have been John, and John could have been Jesus. Not so. Had Jesus been called John and John called Jesus, everything tied to both men and their God-given destiny would have been thrown out of order. If Jesus had been called John and John had been called Jesus, everything tied to both men and their God-given destiny would have been thrown out of order. John had to be John. No, John had to be John and come before Jesus to prepare the way. He was destined to be the forerunner for Christ. He was destined to be the forerunner for Christ, according to Matthew 3. And Jesus, of course, Jesus had to be Jesus, as in tonight's foundation of Texas, because Jesus had to be Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. So he couldn't be John. He had to be Jesus. Because only Jesus could save his people from their sins. That is, prevent them from from failing and missing the true end and scope of life, which is God. Somebody, everything in your life right now is out of order. Because you have allowed people to call you somebody you're not. Just like Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't allow people to call him John, and John corrected people when, when they thought that he may be Jesus, and let them know that so no 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 somebody else more powerful than me is coming behind me. Just like they got corrected, you need to correct some people, because somebody everything in your life is out of order right now, because you have allowed people to call you somebody you're not, somebody else. Everything in your life right now is out of order because your name is tied to somebody or something it shouldn't be. Everything in your life right now is out of order because your name is tied to somebody or or something it shouldn't be. Are you forgetting what Jesus said in Matthew 18? Are you forgetting what Jesus said in Matthew 18? It's a familiar passage. Let me read it to you. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, that's the key point for tonight, in my name, in my name. Well, two or three are gathered together in my name. I am there in the midst of them. That's what Jesus said in Matthew 18 and 20 from the New King James Version. So what does your name do when you sign that document, that contract, that loan agreement, when you allow someone to put a bill in your name? What 
what it does is it, is it brings you into agreement. What it does is it brings you into agreement with everything that is written. You see, your name acts as you. Your name acts as you. You might not be physically there, which is what Jesus was saying in Matthew 18. He may not be physically there, but if we gather together in his name, he said that he will be there in the midst. So your name acts as you. You may not be physically there, which is what Jesus was saying in Matthew 18. Gathered in that in that boardroom, you may not be there. In that courtroom, in that office, or around that kitchen table. But because your name is there, somebody, but because your name is there, it's the same as you being there, gathered together with them, with that person. Your name, your signature is agreeing for you. Be careful what you sign in this season because your name, your signature is agreeing for you. So whether things go good or bad, you will be affected by by wherever you leave your name. Whether things go good with that contract, with that document, with whatever was discussed around the kitchen table, whether things go good, or go bad, you will be affected by wherever you left your name. Affected by what or who you have you have tied your name to. Affected by what or who you have and you have tied your name to. All I'm saying to you tonight just is just be careful. Be prayerful before signing anything. Pray before signing anything. Just be careful. Be prayerful before signing before signing anything. There's an old saying that says, your word is your bond. There's an old saying, maybe you heard it, your word is your bond. Not true. Rather, it's your name that is your bond. It's your name that is your bond. Beloved, think about it. You know I like to make you think on politifier. When a person gets your name, when they get your when they get your name, they have control of your destiny. That's why you shouldn't hesitate to tell some folks, you can't have my name. Remember, that's the title of tonight's message. You can't have my name. Your name carries destiny to it. Your name carries destiny. And you don't need debt, a bad contract, court violations, etc., tied to your name, tied to your destiny. No, 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 you don't need it. Don't need that. That would be so out of order. Just imagine with me. Imagine with me, just for one second. If Jesus and John had decided to forego their individual destinies and come together and run a family business, because they were cousins, remember. So what if they had decided to forego their individual destinies and come together and run a family business? Tying their names to something that God never gave his his approval for. And somebody tonight, you've tied your name to something that God never gave his approval for. What if they had done that? Decided that they're going to run a family business and tie their name to something that God never gave his approval for. That would have been so out of order, not to mention the consequences that would have followed and affected so many. For starters, there wouldn't have been a forerunner for Christ. Had they done that, there wouldn't have been a forerunner for Christ, a forerunner for the gospel. Had they done that, 
salvation wouldn't have been available to us through Jesus. You see how how out of order that would have been? And somebody in your life is out of order like that. All because of what you tied yourself to. All because of what you signed your name on. Therefore, the Bible says, let all things be done decently and in order. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 40, from the King James Version. Order is a big deal. Hear me, order is a big deal. It matters how things are done and, and in what order. Done had to come before Jesus. There, there was the order, the forerunner first, and then the Savior. Order is a big deal. It matters how things are done and in what order they are done. With whom you do it with, and if there's even something God told you to do in the first place, it all matters. Is your name in covenant agreement with them? I'm just asking on tonight. Is your name in covenant agreement with them? Or is your name in direct violation of what God has for you? Or is your name in direct violation of what God has for you? Direct violation of your destiny. Just to be on the safe side. Some of y'all, you need to call some folks, text some folks, do whatever you got to to contact them and let them know up front. You can't have my name. I got too much destiny tied to who I am, tied to who God called me to be in this earth. You can't have my name. I'm sorry that's going to cause a problem for you, but you can't have my name. You can't have my name on that contract. You can't have my name on that document. You can't have my name for that loan. And I'm not going to put my name on no bills for you because there's destiny tied to my name. And the Lord let me know through Philippians 5 tonight that my name carries destiny. And wherever I leave my name, it will affect me. So no, 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 no. I can't do that. Going to 2022 with a new attitude. I don't care who it is. You tell them you can't have my name. Say la. Pause and think about that. Father God, restore names and destinies on tonight. Break every ungodly document, contract, loan agreement that has that has had or will have a negative effect on their future, on their destiny. Break it right now in the spirit realm of heaven. Do it now, Father. Give many listening under the sound of my voice a fresh start for 2022. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Now let's talk salvation right quick because I know everybody under the sound of my voice is not saved. I wish that you were. That's why I'm going to go through this real quick with you so that you can get saved. So that you can get saved. The Bible says in hell, the rich man lifted up his eyes. He lifted up his eyes, which means he was aware. He was alert. He still had mobility. Okay, that's Luke 16, verses 22 and 23 from the King James Version. Beloved, you don't want that because he was in hell, but he's still aware. He knew what was going on. He was alert and he had mobility. He lifted up, lift up his eyes and 
and he knew what he knew it was in hell. You don't want that. You don't want to lift up your eyes and know that you're in hell. No, you want to lift up your eyes and feel the peace of God surrounding you, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, and know that you have eternal peace and that you are with Jesus. That's what you want to know. Philippians 4 and 7 from the New King James. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8 from the New King James says, To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's for somebody that has lost a loved one. If you know that they left out of here right with the Lord, then for them to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But here's the big question to, to somebody listening on tonight. Who is your Lord? It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. No time like the present. No time like the present. You don't know what what tomorrow holds, but you know what's going on right now. Now is your opportunity. If you hear the sound of my voice tonight, next week, next month, next couple months, now is your opportunity. God is calling you. He is calling you. It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 through 10 tells us just how to do that. It tells you just how to do that. Romans 10, 9 through 10 from the NIV says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that he raised, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you profess in your faith. You profess your faith and are saved. So I want you to open your mouth on tonight. You open your mouth when you're watching the ball games. You open your mouth when you're watching TV. You open your mouth when you're on the phone discussing something that's really nothing. So I need you to open your mouth on tonight and confess before the Lord so that you can get right and make Jesus your Lord and Savior and so that I can welcome you to the family. Jesus, I need you to say this. Jesus. I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you. I repent of any wrong actions, wrong words, spoken, or thoughts I've had. I believe with my heart that you are the Son of God raised from the dead. I need you. I want you as my Lord and Savior. With faith as little as a mustard seed. I believe, because that's, a, that's what the Bible says. That's all you need. Faith is little as a mustard seed. With faith is little as a mustard seed, I believe. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come. Amen. Amen. If you receive it, if you are now in the family, I would like to welcome you into the family because it's that simple. If you got saved on tonight, if you're in your beginning stages, because because you're just throwing out, but the Lord is not going to leave you where you are. You're going to grow, and you're going to learn, and you're going to get so much better. And you're going to see how much better life is with Jesus and then without. So if that's you on tonight, if you want to reach out and contact me and just say, hey, I got saved listening to your ministry tonight, or just want to reach out if there's anything through prayer 
or a Bible consultation that I can help you with, please reach out. I no longer open the phone lines on Prolific Fire because Prolific Fire always deals with real issues using the Bible as a reference. For those of you that don't know, there's the vision statement, seeking to help you where you hurt which simply means that we deal with real issues using the Bible as a reference. That's why it's always real issues every week. So the Holy Spirit led me not to open the phone lines, but if you want to reach me, you can reach me by calling or texting 865-408-8690. Again, the number is 865-408-8690. Call or text, or some people prefer to email you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. That's prolificfire at gmail.com. Don't worry if you miss the number, if you miss the email, the email address, it doesn't matter because all this information will be up on all my social media platforms immediately immediately following service. So don't worry about whatever platform you know this ministry from, you know me from, go back there and you'll find it. I look forward to talking to you one-on-one as the Holy Spirit leads. The only thing I ask, don't contact me playing. Don't don't play with God like that. It it's not me you're playing with. It's him you're playing with because I'm a vessel from for Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. So don't play like that. Don't play with God like that. Now, other announcements. If you need this ministry, it's PayPal info or Cash App info. You can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or you can use the cash app. It's the dollar symbol prolificfire. Dollar symbol prolificfire. Reading all together. Thank you for everybody that has been sewing 3,600 phones. I pray that the Lord bless it back to you where he knows that you need it the most. According to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew 9 and 29. Again, thank you to everybody that has been sewing. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Property Station. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. And check out ProlificFire.com. You can donate. You can send in your prayer requests. You can sponsor a child through World Vision because I am a sponsor and a child ambassador for the children overseas. If you would like to know more about that, either go to the website or contact me directly. Also, there's a link to help the children on all my social media platforms. So hit the link and check it out and sponsor a child. We could be sponsors together. If you don't reach out to me for prayer, for whatever reason, your next opportunity will be to join my sister in ministry, Prophetess Pate, this Friday for Faith on the Line with Prophetess Pate. It's a time of prayer and encouragement. The Lord is always in the midst, so please join in. Even if you get your prayer request taken care of or you don't have a prayer request, still call in and be in the atmosphere. There's nothing like a rich prayer atmosphere. You will receive. You will You will receive. So call in. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, Friday night. Call in. The same number that you called tonight, 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken then, too. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same night, same night, time, and place for another word from the Lord. With all of that being said, everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. I'm out.
If you're on the phone lines, you can manually hang up. That's fine. 